Hashtag deep sharing at Dan Yomi. Hashtag verse TV 241D. So I want to talk about talking stages, um, HIV and being gay. Um, so recently I got a question, um, an anonymous question, where um, this person was basically asking whether they should disclose their HIV status um, to someone they've been in a talking stage with for over a year. Um, yeah, they're on medication, so they're undetectable. What else? What else? Yeah, I think that's it. First off, you're in a talking stage over one year. Okay, I'm not one to judge, but I hope you're talking. <laughs> I hope you're talking. I hope you're talking because. You know, in in my experience, and you know, from the lot of stories I've heard, many people in talking stages do everything but talk. But if you're talking, if you're having those conversations, you're you know, you're on the same page. Then no one gets to do, no one gets to decide how long it takes. I just wanted to put that out there. And then secondly, um, I shared the question on Twitter. So there's been some helpful, interesting takes. Um, but I just wanted to add, uh, my addition was going to be, um, I think it's about trust right do you trust this person enough do they make you feel comfortable enough um to be for you to be vulnerable around um because i kind of feel like we live in a society where the burden like the onus is placed on marginalized people who have to you know deal with stigma and oppression on a daily basis to to disclose or to share and sometimes we internalize that guilt and feel like oh we're deceiving people and whether you're a gay person in a homophobic space and choosing not to disclose or um you're living with hiv and you f you feel like oh my god i have to have to share when actually the spaces we find ourselves in are not safe and not comfortable so i feel like if you feel this person is deserving of this information go ahead but if you feel like you don't trust them enough if you feel again then i don't think you should in my opinion right you're you're not causing them any harm um, it's a long distance situation even if it wasn't you're undetectable like this you know there's almost no reason especially when you're not ready now don't get me wrong transparency is important in a relationship and all of that but specific in this case i think it's important we share information with people we share vulnerability with people who are deserving and if you're not sharing, I mean, it's been a year, right? If you, if the reason you've not shared is because you don't trust them with that, mm, then isn't that a bigger question, though? Do we want to be with someone on the long term, like someone you don't trust? Do you know what I mean? Um, so I think it's important you're not beating yourself up for not sharing when actually you've not been made safe or comfortable enough. Kevin is here. Hey, y'all. All right. So, yes, and Kevin is actually going to share his answer first, but I did want to introduce he's here, y'all. Yes, in a slightly different capacity, but he will be here. He's here. Yes. That's a song that I love by, um, ooh. Uh, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, so I'll just say, Kevin, take it away. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So when it comes to 
that video um in well in per se ever you want to avoid it um in my personal opinion just my opinion um like if you're in the phase where you're dealing with someone or involved with someone in the talking phase it could be eh, kind of iffy or even tricky at times because it's not set in stone where you stand. So, yeah, it could be looked at, well, different ways. But I would say, in my opinion, the best thing to do is to let the other party make that decision. Whatever works for them, just go with it. Oh. Yeah, and I will say, as far as, and in so much as, no, I'm kidding, but yes, to everything that he said, I fully agree with him, and I will say, honestly, it's tough, and as someone who, oh, I don't know his status, I don't. So I'll say as someone who also, and myself being also myself and the person who wrote to him, as somebody who also has a lifetime diagnosis, MS, I, I remember when I was diagnosed, the doctor who diagnosed me, she said, Honestly, and this is what she said. She said, honestly, they will find a cure for AIDS before they find a cure for MS. And that was a uh, difficult uh, thing to receive. And maybe it's due to lack of understanding on my part, I question when when people talk about being undetectable, I've heard some worst case scenarios about that. And I question is being, but maybe being undetectable is like the modern day cured. I don't know, because my MS uh, doctor did say they would find a cure for AIDS before they find a cure for HIV, before they find a cure for MS. So maybe I'm just blinded by the fact that this is, this undetectable thing is positive steps toward just being the same as being cured. So I don't know. And I definitely have positive friends and I have dated 
in a zero discordant relations, well, more than one, but zero discordant relationships. Yes. And I... I think at the end of the day, people need to stop the stigmas. The stigmas need to stop. And I remember speaking of stigma, and the stigma stopping applies to both HIV, AIDS, and MS, and anything. And I remember, and disability stigmas. I remember this dude that I was talking with online. He was beautiful, beautiful. He was a fire. He was a fireman, y'all. He was beautiful, and I remember he was like, I, I was telling him about my whole MS situation, you know, uh, because that's my current cross to bear to tell people in advance my whole MS situation. And I was telling him about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I currently use a walker, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, no, 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 all of that's cool. You know, as long as you're able, and this is what he said, as long as you're able to get those legs in whatever position I put them in when I'm fucking you, then it's all good. It's all good. And I was like, okay. Well, may maybe we could go on, on a date somewhere. And he was like, no, I, I don't want to date you. I just want to fuck you. And that that hurt. I'm not going to lie. But I don't know if undetectable is 100% equal to never transmittable. And maybe it is. Maybe it's 100% equal to never, ever, ever transmittable. But I want it to mean that. I do. I want it to mean that for people. And if that's the case, then, yeah, he absolutely doesn't have to tell. But I think positive people, just like transgender people, I think the onus, the obligation is on you to tell things like that before sexual activity. Kind of like, huh, us disabled people have to tell before we even meet you. That's our thing to have to tell. But you have a little more time. Ooh, I feel like I'm starting to sound uh, bitter. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to sound bitter, y'all. I'm not. But um, very quick question, Kevin, because I, I said I would throw in this really quick question. Do you agree that, Kevin, basic complexity, that it is fair to say if you're positive, even if you're undetectable, you need to tell, divulge that information before sex, just like trans people need to divulge that information before sex. And just like handicapped people 
need to divulge that information before a meeting. What do you say? Really quick. Personally, I agree. Yes. I personally think it should be divulged. Now, is there always divorce? No, but it should be. Is, <laughs> well, of course, yeah. You know, just like the MFR who made a friend of, not a, well, a guy that I dated and I really, oh, I had such high hopes, but um, he, he passed away, but um, who infected him with HIV. Yeah, you know, pe people don't definitely don't always tell. You know, he thought that his boyfriend could be safe because they went together and got tested and they were both negative. And then his boyfriend stepped outside of the relationship, got HIV because he went raw in his cheating and brought HIV home to my friend. Anyway, I, I'm getting all emotional. Um, yeah, I, I understand that we, yes, yes. I understand that in life, we have enough struggles to deal with and we don't have the, we have enough self struggles in life that we don't take the time to learn about other people's struggles. We should not be obligated to learn about the ins and outs of other people's struggles. I get that. But ideally, we all need more empathy. Not, not pity, but more empathy for our human siblings. And if we all have more empathy, that's, we'll, we'll be headed in the right direction. And as far as, it wouldn't, the dude who was talking to the other dude, it wouldn't even be a concern to be like, yeah, I'm undetectable. Because if all humanity had a little more empathy for our fellow human siblings. Anyway, the hashtag first TV family yes or no question is, do you feel that he needs to tell his partner of his undetectable status before they engage in any sex-ish activity? Yes or no? And you know what? I, I will go first, but then I, I, the same question to you. Well, how much time? Oh my gosh, we don't have time. So um, uh, really quickly, I'll say yes. Ooh, I said yes, but I, I explained it a little bit better in my answer, but we don't have time to go through all of that. Kevin, uh, yes or no? As far as do I think they should divulge? Yep, divulge, tell his partner that he's undetectable. Yeah, even it, if he's undetectable, I think 
you should still say something. Okay. I think that's just because we're both uh, haters dealing with a disability that we have to divulge to people. So we're like, damn it, if I have to divulge it, then you have to too. No, but <laughs> it's... I, I don't think that's what where we're coming from. No. I, I think it comes down to, again, what he was saying as far as if you need to be on the level that you trust him that much. Uh -uh, I'm sorry. A thing. Bitch. I didn't cuss. I'm sorry. But, um, the apartment has bed bugs and they're horrible. Mm. So I just had to kill one. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think you should He was saying, you don't have to tell if you're just talking. Oh, I'm so glad I, I remembered this. If you're just talking, yes. If you're actually only talking and not doing other stuff yet, no, you don't have to tell him. Just like in my opinion, and perhaps unpopular opinion, I don't think a trans person has to tell you that they're trans before you all have sex. I don't think so. But... Both of you, in my opinion, need to tell before sex of such things, you know? I don't know. And, and it's tough. Let's move on to a topic E. Are you ready? Comments and kept. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. We actually have an actual comment. Yeah. A couple of comments. Oh, my gosh. Dion Jenkins. So... Deion Jenkins, Deion Jenkins said yes. So uh, he weighed in on that. And let's see this. He says, I'm not a hater. I simply feel that if you're looking to build with another, there should be open communication and a chance to make a choice. Yeah. Period. That at the end of the sentence. All right. So now, are we ready for topic E? Yes. Let's go for it. Hashtag live mic TV 241 at RNB Soul Music Lovers. Hashtag Verse TV 241E. Text. Showtime at the Apollo back in the 90s was truly a magical moment each and every time. My first mistake was I wanted too much time.
very quickly. Um, I will say, yes, it was always exceptional because artists knew to bring their raw talent A game to shows like Showtime at the Apollo. Absolutely. And I remember an artist who Kevin and I both love this artist. And I remember this artist actually performing their single. Here I'm using gender non-specific pronouns, mm -hmm. but performing their single and getting booed at Showtime at the Apollo. So that that was really a thing. And my closing thought right quick is in vogue is a gift through each decade they are exceptional and beautiful and in vogue is a gift kevin um yeah i would say um musically in the 90s just flat out vocals across the board had to be like on point like the singers could really sing, like, give you vocals like no other. Um, and just once that I would point out real quick, uh, invoke Mason vocals, uh, Destiny's Child, but even the original and the later version four and three. It's still amazing vocals. Mm. And yeah. We are both millennials, right? <laughs> so Destiny's Child, of course. <laughs> I I don't know if Destiny's Child was bringing vocals, if I would say Destiny's Child was giving bringing vocals like in vogue. No. I, I think that was, and I think part of that comes from perhaps individually the lead singers of Destiny's Child could have compared, but Destiny's Child was not a, well, when they became a trio, they, they were, I don't know. That, that just wasn't their type of music because yes, we did learn after that people like Latoya Luckett sings her butt off. Yes, she does. So Beyonce and Kelly Rowland, of course. Latavia, as I said last week, when she came on, she came on to be a rapper. It just so happened that she was able to pull up the uh, contralto line very well because of her voice. So yes, that's dope. Michelle Williams, yes. I don't know what Pharaoh was bringing, but Michelle Williams. So as a trio, yeah, maybe as a trio, I'd give that to them. But I don't know. As a trio, yeah, all three of them were lead singers who harmonized together, yes. 
anyway, are we ready for topic F? We're running behind a little bit. Did you have anything else to say right quick? Um, no. All right. Hashtag Cerebral TV 241 at Women in Soul at Shades of Graves at The View ABC. Hashtag First TV 241F. my boundary is you can be yourself and you don't have to be who I think you should be or who I want you to be or anything that I think. Be your own self, fly your own flag, but just don't be rude hmm. and care about others. Text early versus late people. Okay, so if we need to be there by nine and it takes 15 minutes to get there, what time do we need to leave? Okay, so we need to start getting ready at 845 so that we can leave by nine, then drive frantically while having a small panic attack, then apologize profusely for being late. No, we need to start getting ready at 8.15 so we can leave by 8.30. Good point. Then we'd have time to go get coffee, which is only 20 minutes out of the way. No, then we'll still be late. But, and this is key, we'd have coffee. Forget the coffee. We need to leave by, repeat after me, 8.30. 840, 830, 850, 830, 905. If we leave at 905, we'll be 20 minutes late. Not if I drive fast, then we'll only be 18 minutes late. You know, silly me, I completely forgot we actually need to be there by 845. So in that case, we should probably leave by 855. Got it. Oh my God. Text. Sarah Haynes reacts to Texas abortion ruling. Should be one of the easy ones because yeah. it, it, this actually also risked her future fertility, fertility and she wants to grow her family more and of course the baby is going to pass all those things but it's also not a universal truth when life begins one example is there are jewish women suing in kentucky because according to jewish law a fetus is regarded as part of a mother's body until it begins to leave the womb People aren't doing this lightly. Like, this is not something where they're sitting around engaging in this. Only 1% of abortions occur after 20 weeks. 93% occur in the first trimester. And I tend to think when people say, well, it's God's will, it's a miracle, it's life. If it's God's will on the way in, it should be God's will on the way out, too. That brings into question, are you taking heart, heart attack medication? Are you treating your cancer? Are you dying when he said you should? Because if we're going to argue about life in, let's be honest about life out. Mm -hmm. Don't go to the hospital if you're hurting because it was God's will. Well, like, I don't like the inconsistencies and the hypocrisy when people weaponize religion on this. And, and that's All right, hashtag verse TV family. This has been week 242. I'm Aaron Mack, and I am here joined by my good friend, Kevin, a.k.a. CBC BKA, Basic Complexity. And I can be found at AaronMack at VerseTV.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K at V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V dot com. And we're all over social media. Hashtag V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. And Kevin, where can we find you, friend? <laughs> All right. So you have to excuse me. I didn't even pull it up. But um, just 
going off of memory right now. I could be found definitely um uh on verse TV dot com also so I could be emailed at basic complexity at verse TV dot com so that's B A S I C C O M P L E X I T Y at com. Marvelous. All right. And FYI, you can also be found on TikTok at My Basic Complexity. Thank you. So, yes. Pow. All right, Hashtag Verse TV family. This has been week 242. We will talk to you all later. Kevin, can you do the honors? The Hashtag Verse TV piece. Uh, hashtag Verse TV.com. Stay blessed. All right. Yeah. Hallelujah. Love is the answer. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity. Reset. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. Reset. Two for two.